The Epstein conspiracy rolls on. The Surgeon General's about face mask. And the woke mob found something new to cancel. Because of course they do. That's all they do. All they do is look for things to cancel. We just get started with the show. You're listening to the BS Podcast. Where we cover all of the bull in the news and more. Now, welcome your hosts, Dave and Zach. Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast. We talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, of course, the bullshit. I am Dave and joining me is my fellow connoisseur in bullshit, Mr. Zach. Zach, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, the master of shit, as <laughs> I've been calling myself around the house. Good, man. How are you? Good. Or is that, is that what your wife calls you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing well. Not a whole lot of not a whole lot of uh, hyperlocal BS for me. Uh, what about you? Anything uh, anything sticking in your craw? <laughs> not really. It's, there's a goddamn heat wave that's been like going through the whole East Coast. I'm sure it's down in Florida as well. Even though the whole summer is a giant heat wave for you, but up here in Maryland, it's like it's been brutal the last like week or so. Yeah, uh, hot here every day. Um, it's you know, it, but it's it becomes a way of life. Although the problem here is, uh, well, what, it, what by heat wave? What do you mean? Is it like not so like above ninety degrees? Is that what they call heat wave? Yeah, it's like upper nineties. Like oh, wow. the field temperature is like past a hundred. It's like I think the feel the like the field temperature or whatever is like hundred and four or something like that. So I guess temperature wise, uh, it's good to always uh, do some weather talk here on the PS5. <laughs> but because uh, uh, it's always the most interesting uh, chit chat there is. Um, yeah. So here, so your temperature-wise, it's hotter there than here, because uh, we're like, I think the high today, I, ju- I just checked it this morning, 92, 93. Uh, so you, uh, so you might, uh, the mercury is a little bit higher up there in Maryland. Yeah. I don't know. There's, it's, there's something I've never heard this term before, but they were like, there's this like Bermuda heat wave coming through. I don't know what that means, but uh, it's right. like, um, yeah, they're just making shit up. I think. It's like this new term. They're just kind of like, you know, whatever. Let's just think of something to call this like weird heat wave. I think yeah. that I think the high last like the, the hottest day last week, I think it was like I think they said it clocked in at BWI airport at like 100 degrees, wow. which is like where they kind of like do their that's like where they do all their records. I feel like they're, they're like every time I watch news, they're like weather clocked in at BWI. I guess just because it's like the, the official pub. weather station or. Official yeah. Weather- uh, where they have i don't know the same Meter. well over <laughs> yeah. over a long period of time i guess that's the idea it's not just taking a random temperature somewhere it's a consistent marker over however long that airport's been there so over yeah. decades yeah so that does yeah. kind of make sense um uh so here it doesn't i don't know i mean i'm sure it's hit 100 here in the in the tampa area but i think very rarely um because you get the i guess you have the gulf to t- kind of moderate the uh the land temperatures <laughs> um now, I do think I do want to say that I was because I was thinking about this yesterday. I think we all know that we're familiar with the with the heat index, which is you know temperature and humidity. Yeah. Well, here, see, the problem here is it's it's not necessarily it's it's the humidity and the temperature, but we we have long stretches without rain here, so we'll go like a month, and it's not it's so it's like no rain and no clouds for like weeks on end and it's absolutely br- it turns into like a desert here i thought it rained like every day in florida not in this area i will get not in like, town. the last couple of days we get some get some some thunder showers or like just a little yeah. bit of rain in the after- it's not like say south florida or like orlando where it, ra- it does rain every day it doesn't rain every day here huh. it's interesting. <laughs> yeah so it gets brutal it's like you might as well just be out in the freaking arizona desert with the strong yeah. sun and, <laughs> and no rain to cool things off but hey so maybe that's a little bit of bullshit, the, the heat. I don't know. But <laughs> so with that, let's stop the weather talk and get into our topic, Zach. We are talking about uh, we've got our we're, we're, we're ranking the top five uh, BS items of the week. Um, so we've got uh, do you want me to go ahead and name the five, Zach? So we set everything up. All right. So we have the situation uh, with the federal judge whose family, whose son and, uh, and husband were shot. Uh, and, th- and it turns out this judge was overseeing an Epstein and Deutsche Bank case. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Senator, actually two Republican senators uh, in honor of John Lewis, his death, they posted the wrong picture. They didn't know who they thought was John Lewis. So we'll get into that. <laughs> Story number three is 
the bubonic plague now we got a squirrel testing positive and a boy testing positive for the plague so now we have something else to work on or, or to worry about rather and then number four we've got the u.s surgeon general does an about face on masks get into that uh, and the whole controversy surrounding masks the ongoing controversy surrounding masks and finally trader joe's t- uh trader joe's the grocery chain to change branding after petition calls its packaging racist so that's always fun to dive into that so all right, let's get into our first story, Zach. Uh, this comes from the, the Daily Mail. I love the Daily Mail. Just want to say that. Uh, federal, judge's shot, federal judge's son, 20, is shot dead, and her criminal defense attorney husband is critically injured after a gunman disguised as a FedEx driver ambushed their home four days after she was assigned to a case linked to Jeffrey Epstein. So the guy shows up, Federal Express, <laughs> bam, yeah. like, what the hell? Oh, my God. I mean, this, I mean does this not sound – that description, does that sound like – First of all, what is your what are your initial thoughts? Just me setting this up. What do you think of this? It does like when I when I first heard the story, it doesn't sound like this like criminal mass. I mean, it doesn't sound like um just some like random shooting off the street. This sounds like something that was like definitely like premeditated by some kind of like like this screams like um high level like hitman to me. This Targeted doesn't scream. Yep. This yeah, this doesn't this doesn't seem like something where it's like a targeted attack from like kind of like low level, like criminals, you know yeah. what I mean? This, this seems like something that was premeditated by like uh, a very powerful and rich person. Well, so that this was yesterday. I agree 100%. This is like, you're going to, who's going to do this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not random. It's definitely a targeted thing. And of course, you know, everything surrounding the, the Epstein a whole bubble is just fraught with craziness and like, how is this happening? Kind of a feeling. And uh, very quickly, Zach, within uh, by about, um, uh, I guess, early, either late morning or early afternoon, they already found a suspect who conveniently shot himself. How about this? Uh, there's a the New York Post uh, talked about how the uh, this guy was a, his, his body was found in the Catskills, identified as a lawyer and uh, men's rights activist. It's believed that he had a case pending before the judge when he was challenging um, uh, the men's only draft, I guess referring to the army. He's yeah. for equality, Zach. He's for, he's for the equality of the sexes, so he wants women to also be eligible for the draft in the military. Selective service that like women need to register for selective service as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Although, I mean, I don't want to put that aside, but I mean, hey, <laughs> If you want equality, then you got to go out there and fight too, right? I don't know. What do you think of that? What do you think about (laughs) – want to diverge here for a second? I don't know. The whole selective service thing in general is just kind of a, you know, a a weird sentiment. It really is, yeah. We may need you one day, so here – Oh, thanks. I can't wait. For- I don't know why. When I was little, I used to watch like movies and like be scared shitless. Like, oh my God, one day there's going to be a draft and then I'm going to have to like go to war. Like, I don't know why you would get like terrified thinking about that when I was younger. Like, I remember I turned 18 and I had to sign for selective service. I was like, oh no. But now it's just like, you know, what? if that happened, like, you know, you, you do what you have to do and whatever. You die, you die. Um, but- Did you watch a lot of Vietnam movies? Because that, that's probably- Yeah, Vietnam. That, that was like the big thing where it was like Platoon. There was like a ton of movies about that uh yeah like um uh i'm sorry full metal jacket movies like oh that, yeah you know, getting, and all this yeah tons of movies and obviously because people were really pissed about having to get drafted. Yeah. although we may we may be older than the cut now i don't know if it um i don't know where yeah. it cuts off but although they probably I forgot what the cut i forgot where the cutoff was it's like 18 to 30 or i don't know well i got uh, yeah if it's 30 i still got some months to go oh okay so you- <laughs> i still got a few months <laughs> so, so anyway so uh, enough about the draft so they this year okay so here's the, here's the basically the big question um do you think this lawyer dressed up in a fedex outfit uh shot the shot and killed the son shot the husband uh, who's also uh, an attorney and then fled to the catskills and killed himself do you think this is what happened no it's fishy it's it's fishy as hell and i you know I don't see him um, like what was his reasoning behind uh, shooting her just out of nowhere? Like, yeah, he had a pending case against like with with her as the judge. But, you know, it was still pending. It doesn't really explain it. Yeah, it doesn't really click, you know, and then uh, some people say that maybe the um, her husband was a target. Right. um, Because they said that. But like he's a criminal defense lawyer. You know, I mean, he represents the type of people that would usually 
be involved in targeting, you know, um, lawyer. I mean, you know what I mean? He, he's a criminal defense lawyer. So it doesn't seem, there you seems know? to be that they might have some conflict with these people, but you know, that exists in any, in any exactly. battle. It doesn't seem like that doesn't seem enough motivation to, to murder uh, either one of them. And so, uh, you know, I get, it's like, they just, it sounds like a total setup. I mean, doesn't it not? <laughs> we yeah. found a, basically a patsy. They found a guy who's connected to, to both of these people. And, uh, I don't know, drove him out into the Catskills and, uh, made it look like a suicide. And, and there you go. I, I don't know. That, that's, that's my guess. That, and yeah. That's, that's basically my theory and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of rich and powerful people that surround Epstein and surround everything involved with this case. Right. And rich, powerful people can make a lot of strange shit happen like this. Exactly. You know I, mean? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were going to pay the guy and said, meet us in the Catskills and they, they shot him. Bam. You know, that's it. Uh, I don't know. What about the theory that somebody put him up to it and uh, almost like in the in the dark night where the Joker has everybody do their job and then that next guy gets shot when he does it. Maybe something like that. Yeah. It, it does seem like... Um, there is this is a giant rabbit hole and a conspiracy that um somehow got unraveled a little bit and and yeah the people who are exposed to this are asserting themselves and these are basically the worst people in the world very powerful very rich with lots of connections and uh they're not going to go down and if it means um you know intimidation by shooting a family or whatever um that's what they're going to do i i don't think this is the end of it i don't know what I don't know what, like, say the FBI or Department of Justice is doing about all this. I don't think they're buying this either. I don't, so hopefully, but I don't, I mean, if there's no, if the coal goes dead or the trail goes dead, then, then I guess that's yeah. it. But yeah, I think uh, this is very, very fishy and absolute, absolute yeah. bullshit to me. There's a lot of experts. There's a lot of experts and, and such that say it had no connection. But here's the thing with everything involving this case, you just can't trust any expert's opinion, right? I don't know if you watched the Epstein documentary. But um, they kind of like pointed that in some cases, how like, you know, cases against Epstein just went, went gone. And it was like, they would, they would ask experts and be like, well, that was just because, uh, you know, uh, it was the best chance we had to give him a plea deal or, or something like that. Because like, there's just so many people involved with him and his dealings that there, there's someone out there that's swaying people's opinions on what this is and what happened. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, here... Let's let's let me pose this. I mean, do you think this is going to get uncovered? Do you think we're going to get to the bottom of this thing, or is it just is it too deep? Is it is it too powerful? And uh, not even not even the federal government can uh, can uh, get get rid of these bad actors. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think this is all just going to get swept under the rug. I mean, we'll, we'll, especially now that he's gone, uh, you'll see what happens with the Glenn Maxwell stuff. You know, once 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 that case is over with, I don't see what who else they're going to really prosecute or who else they're going to go after. Well, I mean, what's going to happen with her trial? Is the judge going to get shot too? Or, and then, you know, some Patsy's going to commit suicide? I mean, this- I'm surprised she's still um, alive and ticking. Uh, me too. Yeah. I mean, well, it's only been a couple of weeks, but yeah. Uh, and she, she's got a trial set for like next year. I, I think, in fact, uh, today we're recording here on July 21st. I, I believe the trial is set for July 21st, 2021. No shit. Well, I mean, there, there's a lot of time between now and then, so a lot can happen. I remember like a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, she was saying that she was trying to apply for uh, release because of COVID-19. Oh, yeah, that's been you know, the yeah, She clearly doesn't want to be in that jail. I mean, that jail is like notoriously like dangerous and terrible, but still, I mean, it's got to be worse for, you know, her, especially after what happened to Je- uh, Jeffrey in there. Yeah. And you know, it becomes, it gets to the point where you don't feel like, so or what, they're going to put her in protective custody. Well, I don't know. At this point, this is like a Hollywood movie where literally anything can happen. And maybe the, you know, maybe the cop can, maybe the cops in on it her, her, her protective custody and being out on bail is so much different than like the typical criminal being out on bail. Right. Yeah. They yeah. talked about that when, when Jeffrey like was had, like when he was in jail, uh, jail, and he had like work release and he was fucking like flying and going all over the place and doing all this other stuff. And there was like one part where they talked to his like parole officer. He's like, well, what are we supposed to do? He's a celebrity. I'm like, the man is a convicted, uh, uh, you know, a child, uh, rapist, sexual, whatever. And like, you're just like, well, he's a celebrity. He can go do whatever he wants and not like, uh, adhere yeah. to it. like that same shit would happen with her. She's the, the rich and powerful always going to get out of it. With yeah, with that. Violating his, uh, his terms of his parole. Yeah. 
being confined to his house and all this, all this stuff, not even really hiding it, as you said. Yeah. I mean, going out, not just leaving your home, but like going out to, the, to a hotel for lunch. I mean, yeah. that's just a public place with no fear. Now, Zach, if you if you were gonna if you were um, let's say you you had homicide on the brain, and there's someone you're out to get, and you're gonna kill them, and then you you basically you realize that I, I, I'm gonna do this thing, and then this is gonna be it for me, and I'm gonna blow my head off um, at the end of the day. I mean, just assuming that this is right, just to wrap this up, would you bother disguising yourself in the, a FedEx delivery man outfit? If yeah. you're going to die anyway, you don't care. Why would you go through yeah, this route? Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. But yeah, why? the whole point of going to disguise is so you don't get caught. Right. Right? <laughs> he had no intention. He didn't care. Getting caught wasn't even a thought because I, I'm going to blow my head off. So yeah. I could go there naked. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, that wouldn't ball. You should have did that. Just to show. <laughs> give anybody any ideas. <laughs> well, unreal. Well. If you if you don't have anything else on that, I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to, have to pull up the old BSometer and uh, give this thing a rating. Uh, you want me to go first? Oh yeah, shit. Um, I'm gonna go eight. You're gonna go eight. You know what? I'm I think go we got eight. a tie here. Eight. Oh, and fuck. Eight. And uh, this thing is uh, now the uh, 16s a high score. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> see where this thing lands when it comes to our final ranking but the ranking but this is absolute bullshit zach uh agree 100 percent um this is this one's low this is like a big potato level <laughs> a loaded big potato level <laughs> bullshit <laughs> all right um all right so let's get down let's let's move on to something a little bit lighter i mean just as stupid and bullshitty but but a little bit lighter of a topic we're not dealing with murder and uh global uh global conspiracies and stuff like that. Uh, Zach, over the weekend, uh, Representative, I believe it was over the weekend, Representative John Lewis, a uh, longtime congressman and a civil rights activist had passed. And um, so whenever, whenever someone like that passes, usually other politicians, other prominent figures are there to, uh, to give their condolences and, and to honor the dead. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio um, put up a, a tweet which uh, we'll pull up right here. Here we go. It was an honor to know and be blessed with the opportunity to, to serve in Congress with John Lewis, a genuine and historic American hero. May the Lord grant him eternal peace. Well, Zach, there's only one problem, one glaring problem with this, with this, <laughs> this honorable tweet. Uh -huh. The man beside Marco Rubio is not John Lewis. <laughs> it's so late. Representative yeah. Elijah Cummings. So well done here, Marco Rubio. <laughs> oh man, that is so embarrassing. That is so fucking embarrassing. And uh, he wasn't the only one. We've got another one here. Senator, I might as well just share this one. Uh, someone was, uh, the, the interns or somebody was, was not paid attention over the weekend. Here we go, Senator uh, Dan Sullivan out of uh, Alaska. Uh, that's a long uh, tribute here, a post here on Facebook. Uh, and uh, honoring, uh, yet again, honoring Elijah Cummings, not <laughs> John Lewis. So there we go. So, so they do look similar, at least, but you got to do better than this, right? And by the way, Elijah Cummings also had passed uh, a couple of years ago, I believe. Yeah. So um, this really, really tone deaf, really stupid. Look, if you, don't, if you can't get the picture right, then maybe you just don't say anything. Yeah, I think when you're in that kind of position... Um, I mean, generally the average person will look at those photos side by side of like, you know, Elijah Cummings and John Lewis and probably not be able to pick a difference, but to like to tell apart, especially if you're not like into politics or you don't follow politics, I, I probably wouldn't be able to, to point out a picture of pick them if they were side by side. But here's the thing. I'm not like running for senator. I'm not in like uh, a the face of like politics. Right. And sure enough, if I was going to post a picture, I would do the due diligence to like research and think about this and be like, look. You know, let me let me double check what I if this is right or not. I think the excuse I saw out there was that uh, Marco Rubio or the senator, one of them said that the photo was mislabeled when they posted it. Yeah. So what probably happened was there's probably like an intern, one of their staffs that just it, it, their whole job is to go through their media and organize like their picture library and stuff like that. And someone there just mislabeled something. And then another intern who's in charge of social media did the same thing, just went through just did what it was labeled, popped it up and called it a day. You know? um, so <laughs> a failure at all levels. Yeah. It, you, you had know, one job. Yeah. <laughs> was it an honest mistake? Yeah. 
but still it's you know you gotta do better <laughs> yeah you gotta like think about that if you're uh gonna be working in politics and uh this is a new york times story with both of these here it says uh, mr lewis died at 80 on friday uh, rather and uh, he announced in december that he had stage four pancreatic cancer uh which i understand is really brutal and basically incurable um unfortunately and it says he is one of the which i think by the way i think that's what alex trebek has um um also i don't know if you're a jeopardy fan or not but um one of the original he was one of the original 13 freedom riders uh, he was a powerful force in the u.s civil rights movement uh, helping organize the march on washington and other demonstrations uh so uh, john lewis was a, a big civil rights guy um lived at, at least i mean he made it to 80 which is which is pretty good um so uh we can we can do better <laughs> can do better to honor him <laughs> Oh, please. I mean, you, you, I mean, we assume at least whoever put that up there is fired now. What do you think? They're definitely fired. <laughs> they have to be, right? I mean, something like that can affect your whole political standing. You know what I mean? And there's like... You're never get a job in politics ever again, kid. That was the guy who put up the picture of Elijah Cummings. Although it could just be someone that's like related. There's probably so many interns in politics right now that are just like, oh, my dad's so-and-so and I need a job. So I'm here interning. Yeah. That yeah. don't could, could give a shit less if they're fired or not. Well, that and that's probably, probably that might've been where the mistake happened. Just like people that don't give a shit that were just, you know. Yeah. Just some kid, right? Some yeah. teenager, college kid, someone like that. And uh, my, my, my dad is the dentist for Marco Rubio. So he's getting <laughs> my case for a job. So he got me on his like, you know, staff doing stupid in, you know, just typical stuff. Well, you know, and how did even Marco Rubio get there, right? I mean, he's, you know, the way the world works, the way power works, and we see with this with Epstein, and we see this incompetence with Marco Rubio, and, you know, it makes him look like a jackass, but it's not the first time he's looked like a jackass. Uh, there was that one where he was doing a speech. I forget this. I think it was a response to, to President Obama's speech or something, and he's doing it, and he has to, like, stop and gulp a thing of water. You ever see that? And then uh, there was the debates in 2016 uh, where Chris Christie just absolutely destroyed him. Um, so yeah, Marco Rubio, Marco Rubio has had his fair share of embarrassments over the years. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if you have, you have any more on that Zach. I don't. All right. So let's give this thing a, uh, I'll let you go first. Oh, I went oh, first, last, went first time. last time. So I'll go first. Uh, this is some big bullshit, uh, but it's not Epstein level. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a six. I'm going to go five. Okay. Damn. Should have went five. All right, uh, so let's move on to story number three. You know, we got the COVID-19 pandemic, guys. It's really bad. It's been raging. And uh, just in case uh, you were feeling like that's the, that's a, that's the main sickness I got to worry about, we, don't worry. We've got something for you. A uh, story out of the Hill. Squirrel tests positive for bubonic plague in Colorado. Uh, Jefferson County Health officials said in a statement that Sunday a squirrel was found dead in the town of Morrison, uh, just west of Denver, tested positive. Um, for the bubonic plague. And they said that the bubonic plague can be contracted by humans and household animals if proper precautions are not taken, such as, uh, here we are in, uh, in Mongolia, teenage boy dies, dies from bubonic plague after eating a marmot. Marmot's like a, I don't know. Big some, ass rat. Some rodent, yeah. Yeah, it's a big ass rat. <laughs> so we got, the, we got the plague in Colorado. We got a kid dying of it uh, in Mongolia. Is, it, are you, is this, what, what do you, to me, I don't know. What is this? Is this, you got to worry about this or is this just pure fear mongering? Um, I mean, if people keep eating these animals that are <laughs> infected with diseases, we do have to worry about it, right? Then, then aren't, aren't we in this whole situation right now because someone ate a bat, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or so, it, yeah. So uh, what, what, what's, what's going to happen now? Like people are just going to, like the, the, the animal, the squirrel has it. You know, people like to eat squirrels. That's like a delicacy at some place in the United States. Like people eat squirrels. So well, if this has happened in Mongolia, kids eating a, a giant rat, you know, to, I, if someone ate a damn squirrel with bubonic plague and caught it, I would not be surprised. I'd be like, that's, you know, that's, that's just 2020. That's, that's what that's life right now. <laughs> Have you ever had squirrel? No. Are you interested in having squirrel? Not really. <laughs> Do you think it's, where is it common? Uh, I don't know, but I know I've seen and heard of people talking about eating it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I, I know a lot of like, uh, 
Like I had a guy in high school that like would, it was like an avid hunter, you know, like he would like show up to school every day in like camo during the fall. Cause he would be going like hunting after school or whatever. Oh really? And like, I know he said he, he would like hunt and eat squirrel. Uh, and the, 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 just so people, so guys like that looking for that, 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 that sweet, sweet squirrel delicacy. Yeah. Um, I mean, how much meat could be on that thing? It's like a chicken wing. That's like a chicken. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo squirrel. <laughs> uh, the county, <clears throat> sorry, the county is recommending that this is in Colorado. The public eliminate all sources of food, shelter, and access for wild animals around their homes. So just to get them, because I guess the 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 thing could be like your cat or your dog could get it too. If that, yeah. you know, if your dog goes after the squirrel, then your dog gets the plague, and then I, mean, I don't know. Do you think about it? Squirrel probably doesn't taste that much different than rabbit. I've only yeah. had rabbit once and it was in a stew and I, I didn't really get much of it. Have you had, have you had rabbit? Yeah. Rabbit's pretty good. What was it like? Was it like roasted or? Yeah. Just roasted with some shit on it. You know, <laughs> what's that? Every, you know, did it taste like chicken or did it taste, did it taste uh, unique? It tasted unique. It wasn't like a super powerful, like gamey. I don't remember it being, but it was, but it, you know. Okay. So now before we start worrying about the plague, everybody, uh, this is the BS for me. This is uh, at the bottom at the bottom of the article from the Hill. Thank you. Uh, uh, an average of seven uh, human plague cases have re- have been reported in the U.S. each year. Just seven, and a range of one to seventeen cases per year uh, from 1970 to 2018. So at most, uh, since 1970, there's been 17 cases nationwide. I think we're okay. Yeah. I don't think we have to worry about the plague. <laughs> So here's the deal. Like this has been happening. Like this does happen on a yearly basis. Yeah. But you just don't hear about now. Now now you're starting to hear about it all because everyone's already in fear mode from uh, COVID. Yeah. And, and apparently uh, the existence of um, having uh, it's a bacteria, not a virus. Um, so it can be fought off with uh, with strong antibiotics, uh, unlike unlike uh, say COVID-19. So yeah. Um, we and I mean, don't, back then when bubonic plague like ran rampant, they didn't. There was no such thing as antibiotics, right? So, right, exactly. And they thought it's probably nothing. It was probably it's probably just like the era, the time of the world we were in when it went rampant is why it was so dangerous. You know, exactly. like if it was, it, you know, we have it now, and it's obviously not that big of a deal. Well, that's interesting, right? Because um, you know, I guess maybe in uh, you know a couple hundred years from now, they'll be saying the same thing about COVID. You know, they yeah. didn't really know, back then they didn't know how to fight a virus. You know, and then further back they didn't know how to fight bacteria. Um, so it does, uh, I, I would hope that would be the case, you know, making medical progress. Uh, yeah. They're going to think we're stupid about COVID-19. Those, you know, those jackasses couldn't even figure out. <laughs> they couldn't even figure out how to fight the common cold. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, it really is. So, all right. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm done with this one, Zach, if you are the plague, yeah. this, this just nonsensical fear mongering. Um, so I'm going to give this thing. I'm going to give this thing a five. What do you got? I'm going four. Four. God, you're just, see, you wait for me and then, and then you, then you undercut. <laughs> okay. So that brings us uh, so far. Epstein judge is in the lead. Story number four, Zach, you a uh, story from CNN health, U S surgeon general, coronavirus face masks promote freedom. Now the, so the, uh, See here, um, tweet here from the Surgeon General, uh, Jerome Adams, say some feel face coverings infringe on their freedom of choice, but if more wore them, we would have more freedom to go out. Face coverings uh, means less asymptomatic viral spread, which means more places to open and sooner exercise and promote your freedom by choosing to wear a face covering. Now, this is a far cry, uh, Zach, from where, uh, where uh, Adams was just a little while ago. This is back in February 29th. Seriously, people, stop buying masks. They're not effective in preventing the general public from catching coronavirus. But if healthcare providers can't get them to care for the sick patients, it puts them and all the communities at risk. <laughs> that was the Surgeon General back in February 29th. And it wasn't just him. There was, I had also had a, a CBS News tweet, and this is just one of many, saying, buying face masks over coronavirus fears could put health workers at risk. Don't buy masks. You don't need them. They're not going to work. That was the messaging, Zach, back in late February april or march rather yep. and probably even into april and now it's like national we got to wear masks i find all of this shit around masks to be absolute bs uh the messaging the confusion and you wonder why people are suspicious of what people say and they think <laughs> the mask is bullshit what do you think about this so where where's your um 
Like, what's your stance on masks? My stance on masks has been the same since the beginning, which is everybody should wear a mask when they go out in public, when they go into establishments. There should be nationwide mask wearing. Uh, I I caught on to this early on that this would be the best way to stop the spread, even if you don't have an N95, even if it's just a handkerchief. If everybody wears a mask, you can significantly reduce transmission. Uh, But that's not where we were. And it's not just leadership from the president. It's the the news media, the health experts telling us not to wear masks because the truth was that two years ago or whatever, we we allowed the stockpile of masks to deplete at the CDC uh, back, uh, I don't know, 2014, whatever happened there. And uh, there wasn't enough for healthcare workers, which meant the general public couldn't have one. So they lied to us about it. And now that the stock has come back up, they're telling all of us to wear masks again. That's that's what... (laughs) That's how I feel about the mass situation. What about you? Now, do you think that that is what came, is that what stems from the, the, the president's? Because the president's now wearing a mask all of a sudden. Yeah. That's, like, that's the big thing. He's like saying, like, patriotism. Like, it's, it's like there was a post in that said, I'm the most patriotic person in America, basically, yep. and I'm wearing a mask. Here um, it is. There was, it yeah. We, got, uh, we are uh, just right here on the screen, just because you're mentioning here. We are united in our effort to, to, to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask and you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. Right on, right on the nose there, Zach. Mm-hmm. So my thing is like, is that the reason why you think that he was never wearing a mask before, right? Because you know a lot of these anti-maskers, from what I've seen, tend to skew to be uh, Trump supporters. Uh, yeah. Although there are like the, that's true, but there are also the like anti-vaxxer people who aren't, um, like and there, there is that anti-medical establishment. Yeah, I've seen those as well. That's very loud. And, uh, remember that one lady we saw trying to get, go into a restaurant or I'm sorry, a, um, a grocery store that is trying to claim, uh, American Disabilities Act yeah. <laughs> exemption. Yeah. See, so, some part of me wonders if, if how much of this mass debate comes into like a political agenda from both sides, not just yeah. Trump, but, uh, you know, from both sides, right. When all of this started, right. How much was it about, you know, protecting the economy? Cause generally speaking, if the economy tanks before a president's reelection, they're not going to get reelected. Right. How, yeah. how, how much of this was trying to protect that now that the economy tanked anyway, right. Trump's like, shit, I, you know, we got to figure something out. And now he's putting on a mask saying he's the most patriotic person in the world. I'm wondering how much, I'm wondering how much this is going to change the whole anti-mask policies like, or, or views in the United States in general now. Yeah. Cause he resisted wearing one for a long, long time. Um, and only, only re- very recently now, I mean, this is an official endorsement of masks. Um, and, and I guess uh, to your point too, it's uh, what the surgeon general said and the president are sort of, uh, on the same message, right? Yeah. Surgeon General says it's a thing of freedom. The president says it's about patriotism. And maybe, yeah, if we all put on a mask, this is my chance. The only way I'm going to get reelected is unless we can just kind of knock this thing out and uh, kind of re- restart yeah. things by November. Maybe if we're up and running in, 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 uh, in October, at least in the final weeks going into the election, people are going to feel a little bit back to normal. Um, so I do think that is part of it. I just don't like being lied to. And, and they might say the science is now – Oh, the science said you didn't need to wear one now. And now the science says you did. I don't believe that. I think that's garbage. I think it's, look, I think at some point you got to use common sense. If I cough, you know, and I've got the virus and if there's something, anything covering my face, it's just pure fucking logic that it's going to help reduce the spread of my cough. And it's going to limit when I cough. It's just like, if I, you know, if I'm talking, you can't hear me quite as good because there's something blocking me. It's the same fucking idea. I mean, yeah. you don't need to be an epidemiologist to figure this out. No, my, <laughs> my whole thing with it is like, so pre- President Trump's messaging right now with face mask is, is a good thing, right? He's saying it's patriotic yeah, to wear masks, to look out for one another. Like it wonders, it makes me think like if his messaging about that would have been the same back in February or, or, or April, how much it would have changed the course of people's viewpoints in America towards face masks. Yeah. Now the problem was part of this, Zach, is that, um, and I don't know if I said this quite clearly, but it was, they were basically telling us a noble lie. Uh, The truth was they didn't, they really didn't have enough masks to go around uh, for healthcare workers. So they told us they didn't, we didn't need them so that they could get them. And then now, I guess, to, now that their stocks are up, they're telling us that, that now we need to wear them. But that's been going on for about, a, there was about a two month, two or three month period where I think, I think the, the government and the media were lying to us that they didn't help and to yeah. not worry about getting one and to not hoard. Remember the hoarding? Um, 
The hoarding was a problem. I mean, it wasn't just that with toilet papers. It was like that with face masks too. Yeah. I think we talked about on the show before. It was like back in February, maybe March, but I was like doing some work in my basement and it was a shit ton of like sanding and there was just dust everywhere. And I, I needed a face mask, not for the virus, but for that. So I went to like three different hardware stores and they were like, we don't have any masks, buddy. They were like, people are just buying them up because of like uh, coronavirus fears. Cause this was like before the, the big pandemic or like before this was before it was even that big of a thing in the U S this was probably, I mean, I don't know. This might like be January- early February. You know, this was this was early on, and it was yeah. just like I can't find a fucking face mask anywhere. Like, you know what I mean? And it was um, it was the hoarding that was before stores started put limits on everything, right? After people started hoarding and stocks ran out, that that's when you started to see the signs limit two per customer or whatever. Yep, exactly. Now, what they should have done was because everyone was going for the N95, the high level stuff. You know that uh, that the healthcare workers they do need, of course. But, you know, and, and now, I mean, you can buy a mask anywhere. They're all yeah. over the place. They're in they're at freaking gas stations now, at least not, not, not great filtration ones, but just like the normal. Like, Enough to get by so you don't get fined or yelled yeah. at, basically. And there, now, that prompted us, Zach, on our, uh, on our YouTube page. I made a how-to face mask video, even one with N95 level protection. But I also said in that video, if all you got is a T-shirt, that's something, right? You want yeah. something. Anything is better than nothing. Um, and the messaging, it was just pure lying. And I guess I guess the president went along with it uh, because he had to. Um, and now we're at the point where there's enough for everybody. So now he's promoting it. And I, I don't I don't like that. I, I thought I wish we could have done some. If I say there is one failure uh, for the of the administration is the is the mask thing. Not because, there weren't enough, but something. I know he put pressure on 3M. I think to make more, and maybe that's finally coming through. I guess it's not quite as easy as flipping on the light switch and, and then you get masks instantly, but something tell us wear a handkerchief make you know mass produce even those those again those little uh those little three ply mm-hmm. surgical mask type things we're yeah. seeing in the gas station do some kind of a thing where you just make up make up make a billion of them and just hand them out to everybody something um that to me that's that was a big big failure yeah and uh, it, it's disappointing and it's good that i mean we're here now yeah, it's july yeah put on the mask uh okay well <laughs> where were you back in in march you know very very frustrating to me and i I don't like being uh i don't like being lied to i just don't like it yeah i mean the cdc put out an article um a few days ago that says if everyone wears a mask this will be over in four day four to six weeks or four to eight weeks right yep that's that's exactly right i will i would like it to be over by the fall right so we can start having football and everything i've already had to give up my season tickets for this season at the ravens so like you know, at least we'll be able to do something, you know, go out and, but, um, I don't know, people around the world have been wearing masks for decades, not just because of pandemics, but for pollution, all kinds of stuff. And these are countries with democracy. These aren't like, you know, these communist countries that are, you know, uh, that are forcing people to wear masks or anything like that. Like people have done it just to try to stay alive. Basically, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not government control. It's not mind control. It's just, you know, we need to take some precautions to to look out for themselves. I've seen like the the seatbelt. Like you wear a seatbelt when you drive. You know what I mean? Oh, I well, you know what? We don't even have to go that far, Zach. We don't even have to go to other countries. We can just go back to our own country during the nineteen eighteen influenza. And there's plenty of pictures of people wearing masks. In fact, there was laws back then about wearing. Uh, about not wearing a face mask. You could actually, I, I believe, I saw one. A man was holding a sign: "Wear a mask or go to jail." And you're going to tell me that in 1918, we weren't maybe, you know, if you're worried about the, the gradual uh, encroachment of government into our lives, into the affairs of our lives, and how over time we become less free as the government gets bigger. Well, go back to 1918. They made you wear a mask too. And I think, you know, I think most of us would probably say we were a lot freer back 100 years ago than now uh, in terms of individual freedoms. But still, you had to wear a mask. So Yeah. Isn't that uh, the know, greatest generation? Isn't that what everyone says back then from the born in early 1900s ended up being you know, greatest generation. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and then, yeah. So those people, yes, it's a great point. So it's part, it's a part of our own history. It's not even like a weird, like thing that happens in like Korea or something. Uh, it's even our, you know, when, when necessary, you put on a mask, it's really not that hard. Uh, but a lot of people don't like it. I mean, there's a story here out of the Metro UK, anti-face mask protesters take to London. So these aren't even Trump supporters. These are people in the UK uh streets as they say they won't be tracked or poisoned so here's a man with uh this one's kind of funny actually I'll quickly uh, share this screen here 
Um, this is the kind of face mask that you want to have. Uh, this one will definitely protect you from all sorts of diseases. <laughs> I would just not wear one at that point. If I, if I felt that strongly, like yeah. I know he's doing it to make a point, but like that just looks uncomfortable. It's stupid. Oh, here's like you can breathe, but then you get it tucked behind your ears still. So like, <laughs> well, no man, that's all that matters. Yeah. I want to save human rights, not to uh, no to 5G, no to vaccinations. Uh, and then we get, you know, just it brings out the, brings out different kinds of mind control device. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think they mean, I'll stop sharing. This. I don't think they mean literally that the. No, controls no, mind. they just mean you're, they're controlling your, you know, yeah. y- your rights and your opinion to. Yeah, wear a mask or not. Now, my contention here is that, uh, as, as I hinted at earlier, the fact that we're getting lied, clear, we were lied to about face masks. Uh, I, think we, I think you'd agree with that right in the beginning. For It was a noble lie. Would you concede that at least? Yeah. So sure. when you're being lied to, what else are you being lied to? And when our leaders don't have credibility about these things, they can't even tell you with a straight face what the problem is and, and, and why you know, they're, they're, they're saying these things. They can't be honest. Then it leads people to not believe anything. And you end up, and the farther we go along with this thing, changing the messaging, lying here and there for even, you know, you say it's a noble lie or whatever. Uh, people get suspicious and they start, they start coming to their own conclusions. Yeah, that's a good point. And you end up with craziness, like yeah. this 5G stuff. We're cutting out the, cutting out the mask. Just wear the outline. <laughs> Mind control device. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we're, we're, nobody knows what to believe anymore. Um, you know, and even, even me and you, I mean, talking about this bullshit. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, we're, maybe we're part of the government uh, conspiracy to uh, do, do, do dis, disinformation. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, here's a basic uh, common sense illustration here of, uh, of the face mask issue here. So you get, I think, I think maybe everyone's seen this, but you don't, again, you don't need to be an epidemiologist to figure this out. Uh, we got the first one here, two people without a mask. So assume you got the COVID-19 car- carrier on the left and the healthy person on the, on the right. Uh, you got someone without a mask who may say sneezes or coughs. They've got COVID-19. And those, part of, per, those droplets will make the, their way onto a healthy person. Tr- the transmission probability is high. Makes sense. If the COVID-19 character puts a mask on, they sneeze or cough, most of it gets trapped within the mask. The, trans- the transmission probability is low. And then if you're both wearing masks, wow, geez, you know, want the, the carrier sneezes, coughs into the mask, and then a very, very low probability that, that the, the healthy person also wearing a mask yeah. will get COVID-19. This is basic. This should be basic stuff, right? You don't need to do a big study on this, right? No. <laughs> it's pretty freaking obvious. So with that, let's move on to, uh, to, to scoring this on our BSometer um, on a scale, scale of... Uh, one to ten. Uh, do you want to go first, or you want me to? Yeah, I'll, I'll go seven. We go seven. All right, and uh, I will give this. Uh, I get so angry at this. I'm gonna give this another eight because I've been. I feel like I've been ranting and raving about this, like like a moron screaming into the wind, <laughs> and uh, it's just it's unbelievable that. Uh, so I get give an eight, seven. So we're at fifteen. This so far is in second place on the BSometer as we as we count down the bullshittiest stories of the week. Zach, are you ready to move on to our last one? All right. All right. Last story here. This story comes from uh, the East Bay Times out of California. California teen launches petition calling on Trader Joe's to change racist packaging. And we got news uh, yesterday on Monday that, in fact, Trader Joe's has responded to this to this transmission or this petition calling for uh, racial justice uh, in food packaging or something, and then they're going to change all their packaging. We've got uh, Trader Joe's taco shells. Uh, and then uh, they, that's going to be the, uh, the, the, the branding here. I'm sorry, Trader Jose's. That's the offensive. Yeah. Th- this is the super racist thing going on here. Uh, this, it, now, it's not just Trader Jose's. We've also got Trader Ming's and the grocery chain's label for Chinese products. Arabian Joe for Middle Eastern products. Uh, of course, Trader Jose. So this, you know, this is the grocery chain. The petition says that uh, the grocery chain labels some of its ethnic foods with modifications of Joe that belies a narrative of exoticism and perpetuates harmful stereotypes. Um, also, I'm not sure if they go. They maybe they're going to go after Lucky Charms because that's that's a stereotypical. What's it? Irish leprechaun? Or yeah. something? I don't know. Um, I, I just find this very tiresome, Zach. Uh, I'm going to hand it off to you. You know, there, there is, 
there are things worth fighting for, but this just isn't one of them. To me, this is just garbage. Uh, you know, of all the things I got, I'm getting just overwhelmed with this crap. What do you think? Yeah. You know, it, it is overwhelming in the sense that every day it's something new, but I mean, the way I, I look at it is I, I shop at Trader Joe's all the time. That's like one of my go-to grocery stores and all those products are great. If they change the name, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. I think we're all like growing as a country and trying to figure out like what, what is offensive, what isn't. So if someone, if someone, you know, in the Mexican or Latino or community says like, uh, Trader Jose's is offensive, we want it to be Trader Joe's, you know? So instead of, I know they have the Trader Jose's, uh, like beer, you know, it's like, Hey, maybe instead of Trader Jose's Mexican lager, it just says Trader Joe's. That's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me like one bit if they, if they, if someone is offended by the name and changes the name. Um, I think but this is really small potatoes though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I wonder if like part of it is comes from the idea of like back in the day, it was like when they were thinking of this branding, if it was like they, like you said, they thought like Trader Jose would make it sound more exotic. Um, I think the, like, the argument was that it makes it seem like Joe is the normal, you know, the stereotypical like normal name is, is you know, the, um, what it, what it's supposed to be. So then they just like, let's just throw in Jose. So it makes it sound more like authentic. <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know if you watched the show, the show uh, Superstore. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was an episode where they were trying to sell salsa and like the manager, Glenn, like made someone like dress up in like a, a sombrero and like poncho and like sit there with this like stupid Mexican accent to sell like more salsa. Yeah, and like yeah. the one uh, Latina worker there was like, you know, this is really offensive whatever. And, um, they were like arguing about it. And like, sure enough, by the end of the episode, like the, uh, the, the one that made a big stink about it in the first place is actually doing the same thing. wearing the poncho, like being a, um, a stereotype to sell more salsa. So that's what I mean. I think like there is gonna, like, there has to be some kind of way that like reasoning for them to do that branding back in the day, like to say, like, let's have it be Jose and we'll sell more beer and make it seem more authentic. But you to know, me, I just think it's cheeky because it's clear he's not, you know, Arabian Joe, Trader Ming, Trader Jose. I mean, this is just cheeky. I don't think it's trying to do any of that. Um, and, you know, that's, I mean, it's fine. You know, they change it. It's not, I, there isn't even a Trader Joe's in my area. I've never even been to one. I, I don't, so it doesn't really matter to me what the packaging looks like in Trader Joe's because yeah. I don't shop there. Um, but, you know, I mean, at some point, we're, I mean, where, they, uh, I was going to ask, where does it end? And I know the answer, it doesn't end. Uh, unless everything is, is, a, is a gray, drab, concrete block uh so that no one could so that everyone is equally equally miserable and no one can be offended <laughs> on anything because we have no we do nothing <laughs> because we just we just you know no colors um no no crazy labeling nothing like that and then and then we'll all be again equally miserable that, that that's what i think because it's not a big deal but you know it, it it's not a big deal it's not a hill to die on but it's just stupid that's all that, 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 that's my thought to me that's the bs here is because yeah, fine. You don't like it. And maybe some people feel that way, but you know, I, I don't know if there's, if there's polling on this. I just can't imagine this is different than I, I, I understand your example from superstore. I don't think this is it. I, I don't, I think if you were to ask people, particularly if you were to ask, uh, I guess, um, Ch Chinese Americans, um, Mexican Americans, uh, Arab Americans, when you see this, does this, do you feel, does this offend you? Does this, you know, insult you or your culture to see, this and I, I think the, the giant majority of, of the, those people would say no I, I don't care it's fine I'm glad they have I'm glad they sell something that uh, reminds me of home or something like that yeah we'll, we'll have to we'll have to do that poll <laughs> yeah we'll have to do that poll or ask someone that's like <laughs> is actually part of those communities um I just yeah. you know it's, it's always one it's one it's one thing after another every single day you know and I think that's that's part of it too uh so do you have anything else on this one or you want to you want to give this thing a rating all right, I'm gonna go three. Yeah, it's not big bullshit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do a Zach and go four. <laughs> uh, so that that that, <laughs> that one. just go one, either one of one above or one below. This is like Price is Right strategy. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got our five, Zach. Ready to count this thing down? You want me to start? Yep. All right, so uh, coming in at number five was our fifth story. In fact, Trader Joe's at number five. But number four is the plague. Just come on, guys, with the plague. Uh, number three is Marco Rubio, uh, mistakenly picturing, uh, tweeting out a picture of him and Elijah Cummings saying, uh, honor in, in an attempt to honor John Lewis. 
<laughs> so stupid. Uh, number two, the face mask BS, uh, the messaging around that, the Surgeon General being against, the media being against, the president being against. And now all of a sudden they've all completely changed their tune. Absolute bullshit. We should have been doing something more with face masks months ago. And maybe we would be having a very different conversation right now. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And coming in at number one, the bullshittiest story of the week. The Epstein judge uh, attempted shooting and killing of her son and shooting of her husband, uh, who uh, conveniently, the, the shooter, just uh, after dressing up in a FedEx costume, uh, shooting the two, the son and the husband, right at the door, drives out to the Catskills and then kills himself uh, conveniently for everybody. Um, absolute garbage. Absolute bullshit. That is one big pile of shit. You know, it, it's hard for anything revolving Epstein to not have be like the number one bullshit topic every week. Because it, it's a, it's again, yeah, I think I said this earlier, it's like a freaking movie. I mean, yeah. the plot is, is as ridiculous. Not only was everything he was accused of horrible and just complete bullshit, but just everything revolving the case, you know, so. You can't just catch the guy and, you know, like normal. I mean, I think even in a movie, they would, he would go to trial and get convicted and maybe be executed or something or go to jail for the rest of his life. But no, not this. He gets killed in jail and he's got his associate who's free for uh, six, eight months. And uh, anyone who touch, anyone who goes near Epstein stuff gets threatened or killed or something. I don't know. Absolute, absolute garbage bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I just hope, I hope in, in, uh, that, that they can get to the bottom of this stuff, but I'm not. I'm not all that confident in it. And, I, and, I, and as you, we discussed, uh, you're not all that confident in it, in it either. Not one bit. Well, I'd love to know what all of you think about the bullshit items we covered today. We talked the ridiculous, the absurd, the bullshit. Go ahead and comment below. Uh, give us your thoughts about the, the topics we, we, we discussed. And do you agree with our rankings? Do you think maybe, uh, maybe mass should have been BS? Maybe we under, we under BS uh, Trader Joe's. I don't know. Let us know what you think about that. <laughs> Uh, and uh, of course, subscribe to this channel. And Zach, if they want to get uh, if they want to get stories and stuff like that uh, beyond just the videos here on our YouTube page, where can they go? Formedamerican.com. Sign up with your email address. You can get real smart news to your inbox every single day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for Zach, I'm Dave, and I'm just tired of this BS. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. 